welcome to another episode of Seizing Adulthood with me, Aidy. And me, Herwin. A weekly podcast where we talk about our misadventures in adulthood so that you can learn from mistakes without having to make them and we can tell you how not to adult. Hey everyone, we hope you're having a great week so far. If you're feeling otherwise, we hope things get better for you. Yep. Better days are coming when we actively work towards them. Well, all right. <laughs> Before we start with anything else, I have three, sorry, three bits of fun trivia for you about today. Ooh, wow. Trivia moment. About today, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, we're recording this episode right now, and it's still the 10th of August, mm-hmm. and it's about to be the 11th in like half an hour. So I guess this trivia still counts. Yes. Even if we plan to post this episode on the weekend <laughs> anyway we are celebrating we are actually celebrating three holidays today Ooh. according to nationaltoday.com so i'm not mm-hmm. making it up <laughs> and today is actually national s'mores day wow national spoil your dog day mm-hmm. and we didn't have to do anything special for that since tacos very spoiled anyway always and lastly today is national lazy day huh National Lazy Day is a thing? Apparently it is. You can go check it out on nationaltoday.com. And how did you find out about this day? Well, one finds weird things online daily. Oh, true, true. <laughs> like, the other day I found out that there was an Olympian who got a zero zero score in diving. 0.00. 0.00. Yeah, you showed me that. See? Mm-hmm. Mas article. Anyway, <laughs> I brought it up. Well, I brought up National Lazy Day because I thought it's somehow related to today's episode, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. being lazy. Because by definition, being lazy is the unwillingness to work or use any amount of energy. And yes, sometimes tinatamad lang talaga tayo to do things. Mm-hmm. But there comes a point in our lives when we just lose interest and determination in doing things because of certain issues that sometimes develop into more serious mental health conditions. That's why for this episode, we are talking about taking care of our mental health. I think one of the reasons people don't usually talk about mental health is the stigma that surrounds it. Mm -hmm. Not to generalize, but for some people, uh, especially in our country, Whenever mental health becomes a topic, we would still hear things like, uh, masyado ka lang maraming iniisip. May mga taong mas malalang problema pa kaysa sa dinaramdam mo. Or, uh, mawawala rin yan. Itulog mo lang yan. <laughs> uh, there's always this dismissive tone or contemptuous manner in addressing it whenever it becomes a topic. And I don't know if it's mainly due to lack of awareness or because of the fact that we have a local saying which is sira ulo, which literally translates to a broken mind or brain. So, Anything related to mental issues starts to fall under this umbrella of terms, which relates to being crazy. Right. And the thing is, there are so many reasons why people develop mental issues or even illnesses. Mm -hmm. It may be genetic or a result of stressful or overwhelming experiences, or it may even stem from childhood trauma, or sometimes it just can't be explained right away until further observation. Mm -hmm. But whatever the reasons are, Most people, or well, society in general, just look at mental health problems differently. And like you said, it's all because of stigma. Mm -hmm. This is why it's so easy for us to neglect our mental health, especially since it's not something we were always taught or reminded to prioritize or give importance to. But you know, we have to give credit where credit is due. And of course, I noticed that 
we're actually making huge strides in destigmatizing mental health illnesses or issues mm -hmm. since we already have the mental health law. And especially online, as there are a lot of NGOs spreading awareness and offering help here and there. That's true, as more people are becoming aware and are learning to address common misconceptions. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to mental health conversations, what are sensitive and appropriate ways to approach them? And what are things that we can do to take care of our mental health? Join us for this episode as we talk about the importance of self-care and mental health. And let us have a conversation about how not to neglect your mental health. Before we continue talking about anything else related to mental health, here's a big disclaimer, and we'd like to make it clear that we are not experts on this topic in mm -hmm, any way. Mm -hmm. But the reason we decided to talk about it is that we noticed how everyone's all about, hey, we should prioritize our mental health or and the stigma and all that. But when it comes to actually doing something about it, that's where it's likely to fall short. Uh -huh. We notice that we lack on the follow-up and the follow-through part, and eventually we end up not doing anything about it at all. Most likely because not all of us have the time to dedicate or mm -hmm. the money to spend on actually getting the help we need to be mentally well, right? Mm -hmm. Right, right. And there are so many ways, so many strategies out there to combat mental health issues. But the fact remains that sometimes they may cost a lot of money. And I should know because therapy isn't cheap. That's why we thought of giving these tips, which are less intimidating ways to take care of one's mental health so that it's something that we can actually and proactively do and not just something we end up talking about. Yeah, I... 100% totally agree with that. Again, we are not claiming to be experts. We would just like to share our own simple ways in which we are able to practice self-care mm -hmm. and take care of our mental health. And maybe you can pick up some lessons from our experiences and be able to apply them in your lives as well. Right. And now that we've made it clear that we're not experts at hindi tayo mamagu, because this is such a sensitive topic, <laughs> let's start with how not to neglect your mental health tip number one. Do not force yourself to appear okay when you're not. Mm -hmm. So just like the title of the K-drama series, It's Okay to Not Be Okay, which I've never watched, by the way. Yeah, I haven't seen it as well, but I see it pop up on Netflix from time to time, but I don't even know what it what it's about. I only know it's about mental issues and emotional healing, and Ooh. that's the only knowledge I have of that show, okay. nothing else. Okay. Mm -hmm. But as I was saying, sometimes it's okay to not be okay. Right. Uh, not expressing your emotions can be a bad thing to anyone's mental health. It's like putting up a nice external image, but underneath, it's just a mix of personal conflicts. Having anger or hatred contained deep inside and choosing not to resolve them can often lead to more mental and physical health problems. I think a good first step to address this is to accept the fact that emotions are being bottled up and then to actively find a way for one to be able to release them bit by bit. I'm guilty of doing this when I was young since I had no way to be able to tell anyone how I felt until I met Adi. As much as I'd like to say aw and that I'm touched <laughs> that you can open up to me, 
I just have to ask whether it was a conscious choice or was there just not any option for you to talk about your feelings? Because you and your older brother are pretty close and you had friends. So Mm -hmm. what kept you from expressing how you felt back then? Well, I mainly think it's because I or we, as in us, tayo culturally, because our country is very patriarchal in nature. As a guy, we were taught not to talk about our feelings because we were told to man it up. Or and the thought of boys showing their feelings or emotions or just merely talking about them, even just crying, automatically labeled ka na na bakla ka. Uh, or that showing any kind of emotion is weak or feminine. Mm-hmm. So growing up, usually, pag masama loob ko or I feel down about something like getting bad grades and I don't know if anyone else can relate to me, but as a student, getting bad grades is not a good feeling. It's... Not like we purposely get bad grades. And minsan talaga, di mo gets yung lesson eh. And the way we were taught before was so traditional that it's not like the whole class would wait for you to catch up or curated yung curriculum and approach to teach you well. No, you either force yourself to catch up or you get left behind. Then when your parents find out that you failed a test or got a bad grade, instead of a constructive approach in helping you achieve a goal, sisisihin ka palalo when you know in your mind you are already aware that it's your fault. Yeah, I get that. I think most Filipino millennials grow up like that. It's a shared cultural experience. Parang pag napapalo ng chinelas. Ooh, <laughs> but, yeah. expert ako dyan. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I understand the feeling of alam mo na ngang kasalanan mo, chastised ka na, nadidiin pa. So we feel this sort of shame and hopelessness which led us to just not talking about things because it's a recurring toxic cycle. And as an adult, I realized how extremely detrimental that yeah, was. Yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> That's why our generation, us millennials, should make it a point to teach our kids in the future or the next generation that regardless of gender, one shouldn't be afraid to talk about their feelings and experiences. Hindi na uso yung suck it up because you're a dude. And I know you keep saying I'm such a soft boy. And between <laughs> us, I'm the, I'm the cheesy boy. one. <laughs> because this is really the only time in my whole life that I've ever been open about how I felt. And hindi ako nahihiya to express it. Aww. <laughs> Genuine awe. Level up. <laughs> that was really nice to hear. And mm-hmm. I'm glad you're able to say and feel that it's a safe space with me. Mm-hmm. And I hope everyone finds someone like that in their lives. Yeah. And thank you also for letting me share with you my thoughts and feelings, including mood swings. Mood swings. So yeah, going back to the topic, there comes a point when you have to stop forcing yourself to say everything is fine and Mm -hmm, admit mm -hmm. to yourself that you're not okay. Mm -hmm. Things are not okay and you feel bad about it. Because the more you try to avoid feeling bad or resist acknowledging how bad you feel, the feeling gets worse and worse and worse. And it eventually piles up with mm-hmm, so many mm-hmm. things and then boom, emotional and mental breakdown. And personally, I've experienced that which actually led me to quit teaching. True. Denying I wasn't okay basically drove my goals, my energy, ambition, and mental health to the ground. And I guess some people feel this sort of guilt when they admit they're not okay because of the fear that others may think that they're overreacting or weak or whatnot. But your feelings are valid no matter mm-hmm, what they mm-hmm. are. Bottom line is, having negative emotions and showing feelings don't make you weak. Rather, they make you human. So remember that the only way out of any pain is through it. 
Because the only way you can actually address a problem is if you start to acknowledge it. So remember that you won't be able to come up with solutions if you don't know what the problem is. And that's it for tip number one. Do not force yourself to appear okay when you're not. Mm -hmm. Moving on to tip number two, do not deprive yourself of breaks. Taking a step back from a lot of overwhelming things is always a good way to recover lost energy. At work, I take short breaks when my tasks seem to pile up just to have a small breathing room. Then, bago ako umuwi, if I feel like it, I buy a drink and just enjoy it in peace. There was also a time when I just sit in Ayala Triangle after a long day and just people watch. What a creep. <laughs> what do you mean? To, uh, I don't know how to react. <laughs> I got, I lost track of myself. Adun, uh, adun. Knowing when to put the brakes on some daily routines help out in a lot of ways, like when you people watch. Uh, <laughs> I often feel refreshed and ready to work after taking some time off, and having those small pockets of peace on a busy day is just godsend. People watching. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, taking a break is not only good for your mental health, but I guess your whole well-being, mm-hmm. because you're giving yourself the time to rest recharge and breathe Mm -hmm, and i guess mm -hmm. some people like me also feel guilty to give themselves a break because they're too hard on themselves like before i tend to feel that i'm avoiding responsibility whenever i take breaks when honestly Mm -hmm. when i take a break i'm actually fulfilling my responsibility to take care of myself yes and just like the episode we had a few months back how not to get burnt out we mentioned how not taking breaks can cause a person to feel burnt out faster Mm -hmm, so yeah mm -hmm. it's truly important to take a break from a job and the demands of life in order to keep stress levels in check. And it also allows our brain and body to get the necessary recharge it needs to keep going. Then Mm -hmm. again, too much of something is bad. So make sure your breaks are always well-grounded at hindi naman yung sobra-sobra to the point that you're already procrastinating. Mm. (laughs) So always remember to set boundaries in your daily schedule for that much-needed self-care break time. Yeah, don't people watch too much like me. (laughs) So weird. (laughs) Right. Uh, Don't be too hard on yourself and give yourself a break. You deserve it. Mm -hmm. And that's it for tip number two. Do not deprive yourself of breaks. Moving on to tip number three, do not romanticize bad habits. Ooh, so let's first define what romanticizing is. Mm -hmm. So to romanticize is to basically make something sound more appealing than it actually is. Mm -hmm. And we have social media and the media in general to blame for that. Yeah, like the daily news we have here, romanticizing the insane and outrageous behaviors of politicians. So no name drop. But if the shoe fits, <laughs> wear it. Sige ka, pink tag ka Pink lang. Anyway, I think everyone at one point has developed a bad habit, whether at work or in school or at home. And in my case, it's my poor sleeping patterns. When I was young, I often had this notion that by sleeping less, I get to stretch my personal time. And having extra personal time might sound really appealing, but the long-term effects of sleep deprivation was something that I never really considered. Until now, I find it hard to stay asleep for extended periods of time, and there have been instances when I just feel really sleepy 
no matter where I am. Masa talaga yan si Herwin. Yes. Masandal tulog. Masandal tulog. <laughs> Becca taught me that. True. <laughs> but yeah, that is an example of a romanticized bad habit and improper self-care because it's sleep deprivation. <laughs> but in my opinion, the most relatable romanticized behavior at work or in school would probably be being a workaholic. Mm. I remember hearing <laughs> things like, sana mataas yung grades ko gaya ni ganito or ganyan. Hindi kasi ako kasing workaholic gaya niya. That sentence alone is so problematic. I mean, people have to stop romanticizing overworking as a way of achieving professional and personal success. You're not winning or succeeding in any way when your mind and body are so tired and overworked. Are you winning, son? <laughs> are you winning, son? <laughs> <laughs> but, actually, but actually, that's true. Uh, a lot of people have this notion that you are a good student, uh, employee, worker, or whatnot when you are such a workaholic. But if you think about it, all that non-stop activity can result in bad personal habits. <clears throat> yeah. The thing is, there's a big difference between being a hard worker and being a workaholic or engaging in too much work. Because the latter means you've reached a point when you lost the balance between work and rest. Mm -hmm. And this is why we should all avoid romanticizing bad habits as whenever we do it, in my opinion, we are basically just making suffering or self-inflicted pain as an aesthetic. Ano yan? Workaholic core? <laughs> true, true. Uh, ladies, gents, and all the non-binaries, you heard it here first. Workaholic core. <laughs> if that becomes a thing, si AD ang nag-goin ng term na <laughs> No, that shouldn't Workaholic exist. Workaholic core. <laughs> Anong klaseng theme yun? Stressed outlook na caffeine-powered. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, tapos may mug na, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, workaholic core shouldn't and should never be a thing. Never. Mm -hmm. Anyway, remember that you can't perform your very best when you push yourself beyond your limits. Yes. Keeping up the grind may seem fruitful, yeah, no doubt, but it can negatively impact your long-term performance and mental health when you lose control of it. Again, big difference between being a hard worker and being a workaholic. Right. Uh, we are fighting a losing battle whenever we continue to make bad habits seem not so bad because those can all have long-term negative effects in the future. Mm -hmm. So, no to workaholic core. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I regret saying that. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that's it for tip number three. Do not romanticize bad habits. Moving on to tip number four. Do not associate yourself with negative people. Ooh. In my opinion, spending time with negative people while having constant personal struggles isn't in fact ideal. Their negative energy is contagious and it slowly changes how one interacts with the world, like changes in behavior, attitude, mindset, and personality. Mm -hmm. I've associated myself with a negative crowd before and it's really difficult to distance yourself if you've known them for quite some time. Mm -hmm. It was tough at first to create some space from them, but slowly realizing how much better off I am without them was worth it. Spend precious time with people that provide love and support and create this atmosphere of positivity that would slowly change things for the better. Right. We should all at some point know when to let go of bad relationships. Let's get real. Some people in our lives or some circles may not be healthy or supportive. And yes, mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. hard, 
But sometimes we really need to move on from these people. And we actually have an episode dedicated to that as well. Mm-hmm, well, yes. shameless pl- plug. <laughs> so <laughs> do check it out if you have the time. Yes, please. Again, be around people who help foster and nurture your growth and allow you to thrive. Because that's one of the best things to do for yourself to have good mental health. And that's it for tip number four. Do not associate yourself with negative people. Moving on to our short but final tip, tip number five. Do not hesitate to get help when needed. Yes, I have to be honest about how I found it hard to do this before, but then I realized that asking for help is a courageous act on its own. Mm-hmm. Knowing that there are some aspects in life that need improvement and finding ways to make it better are conscious efforts for one's personal growth. Right. Although it's good to be strong and independent, there really are times when we have to admit to ourselves that we need help. Because people can't help us if they don't know what we need help with. Mm -hmm. Like back when I was so down and not being able to sleep at night and was just overall drained, that's when you and I realized that I needed the help of a professional. True, true. So reach out to your friends or family who can provide emotional support and practical help or you can even consult a professional if you need to. Mm -hmm. Reach out to those who can give you helpful pieces of advice, because mental health issues and problems are easier to deal with when they're caught quickly. Right. When things are getting too much for you and you feel you can't cope, ask for help. Mm -hmm. When things go wrong and we sometimes get tired or overwhelmed by how we feel, we should never hesitate to ask for help. Yes. And since we are not experts, we thought of mentioning MHM or Mental Health Matters. It's a local NGO founded by Kylie Versoza, and it aims to raise awareness and remove the stigma surrounding mental health and mental illness by partnering with other organizations like WWF and Consulta.md. Mm-hmm. So do check it out to find out the proper steps or the process of how to start when seeking for help regarding your mental health. Mm -hmm. And that's it for tip number five. Do not hesitate to get help when needed. Yes. To sum it up, we should always make it a point to have time for self-care and always remember that our mental health deserves at least the same level of care and respect as our physical health. There are actually so many reasons why we continue to neglect our mental health, but what really matters is how we actually do something about it. Also, it's important to recognize that having good mental health doesn't just mean the absence of mental health problems or issues, right? Mm -hmm. It varies, and it's unique to each person, so there's no standard. But for me, I personally think that one has good mental health when one is at peace with the way one lives and feels healthy both on the outside and inside. So make sure to check in with yourself. Ask yourself things like, am I feeling okay? Kaya ko pa ba? Kailangan ko na ba ng tulong? And if you feel that you're neglecting your mental health, develop a proactive solution or an action plan to change that and actually do something about it. Right. And remember that our mental health greatly affects the way we think, feel, and act. Yes. Which is basically our whole well-being. So... Please do make it a point to take care of it and practice self-care in general. Yes. Before we end this episode, let us go through the tips mentioned earlier for how not to neglect your mental health. Tip number one, do not force yourself to appear okay when you're not. Tip number two, do not deprive yourself of breaks. Tip number three, do not romanticize bad habits. Tip number four, do not associate yourself with negative people. And finally, tip number five, do not hesitate to get help when needed. 
take care of your mental health, guys. And remember to mm-hmm. watch your actions mm-hmm. and choose your words carefully because the way we act and speak can greatly affect others. Yes, always choose to be kind, especially during these trying times. Yes. Thank you for joining our conversation about mental health and do join us again next week when we have our very first episode of the How Not To series, Career Edition. Again, the How Not To series Career Edition is a new segment where we invite (laughs) professionals from different careers to talk about their experiences in their respective careers. And for next week's episode, we invited Jay Mata, a teacher of sorts, Mm -hmm. to talk about his tips and misadventures in the noble profession, which is teaching. See you next week. AD out. Bye. Music by Joshua Benzon. Editing by ADD. Snoring by Taco D. Produced by Herwin D. and ADD.